Just leave it. Cool. Cheers. Um, Cheers. Um, welcome to another episode of Are You For Real? Today we are continuing our holiday spirit and watching a very sad, sad, sad holiday movie. That's the true holiday spirit. Jack Frost. Is crippling depression. Literally. Honestly, I feel like, and no offense to people who write movies, Christmas movies have got to be the easiest things to write. Because you always have, like, this parent or family or whatever, and somebody's fucking up, and, like, they're not proving themselves, and, oh, I'm sad, they don't love me, and then something bad happens, and they're like, wow, I never got to say goodbye. And then it's, like, this overarching, like, hero's journey on how to, like, make things better for their family or, like, redeem themselves and just in time for Christmas. The end. Yep. That's a fucking Christmas movie. Everyone. Period. Period. Literally every fucking Christmas movie. Yep. That's why I really, for the most part, don't enjoy normal Christmas movies um obviously elf the grinch the santa claus klaus 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 um i like the movies that like don't follow that um and then obviously fuck hallmark christmas movies and now netflix christmas movies except for like holiday and christmas chronicles like they do the same thing. I'm like, yo, are you just the new fucking Lifetime? It's just mass-produced Christmas movies that all just, like, take that formulaic option and just beat it Yeah, I'm like, are you guys using the same footage as you did from that, like, I don't know. And there's all these, like, TikToks and memes, like, oh, I'm a businesswoman and I just won an inn and now I have to go and I fall in love with the sexy carpenter. Like, that's... I mean, it's the same thing how, like, all the, like... Movies. Ryan Reynolds-y, like, rom-coms were for a while. Where it was, like, every single one was the same fucking thing. Right, but my argument for that is that they gave up doing that when they stopped working. Lifetime will continue to forever do that because there's some people out there, like your mother, Mm -hmm. who will watch them every fucking year. So to your point... They're not going to stop doing it because it's still fucking working. Yeah, I just don't get it. Like, get a little spicy with it. I don't know. They just start putting ethnic people. (laughs) If you see someone watching a Lifetime Christmas movie, run away from them them in the face. (laughs) No, just stop being inside violence. Just say, "Wow, uh, you're one of those people." I'm going to keep you at an arm's length. Oh wow, are you for real? Are you for real? Wow, that was great. Um, yeah. So yeah, so let's get in it. Would you like to do the um, the recap? Sure. Because you're so good at it. So, dad's a musician, gone all the time, always working. Son and mom, chilling, hella tight, but son's like, man, I fucking love my dad so much, I look up to him, but he disappointed me so much, didn't disappoint it. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's never there, he's always traveling, and... I hope he gets his dream, but I'm so fucking sad because I want to see my dad. And then, um, huge up. So they're a little angsty, like, eh, you're not around, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm following my dream. Mm-hmm. And then um, he's like, son, 
I got this big break. I got to do it. And then halfway there, it's like, what am I doing? I can't. I'm going to ruin my son's life. And I don't know what this voice is, but it's we're riding it. Um, and so he tries to drive back and change his mind and go see his family and gets in a car accident and dies. So son's all super angsty, super mad, hates the world. Years have gone by. And then all of a sudden, he plays this magic, quotes, magic harmonica that his dad had given him to blow it and he'll always hear it no matter what and then so it's a year and he's sad and it's christmas and and he blows it he's just so upset and mad and sad and then all of a sudden his dad turns into a fucking snowman and first he's super freaked out but then he realizes it actually is his dad and they're this whole hero's journey of bonding and some rise and falls and then his dad sacrifices himself basically melting in a parking lot to try and go see his son because he just like he realized how much he fucked up before and he just wants to see his son do good and then um yeah and then he's like you know what son that was it all i needed was this extra like three days and uh, i'm i'm out i don't need to see you anymore i did it wow that i'm a good dad not <laughs> it's essentially how that movie ends and you know i'm right well, because he got his redemption and he got to say goodbye to his family. Yeah. And it's not that he didn't want to see him. It's that he redeemed himself. Yikes. Well, that was mostly correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first thing I wrote down, and now that I think of it, I'm, I really, really hope that I'm right. I said, um, hello, sexy guy from 24 with his harmonica. Is he Jack Bauer? No. <laughs> That's Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> Who's this guy? Michael Keaton. Oh, no. I guess you got that Keef in there in both names. Hold Get on, a they look confused. so similar. Tan and blonde. Hold on. I gotta fucking look him up. Okay, Jack. Oh, yeah. okay. Yak Frost. Michael Keaton. Okay. Wow. Yeah, definitely not Jack Bauer. Um, oh, Trial of the Chicago 7. Love that movie. <laughs> um, wow, The Founder. Okay, Minions. Wow, um, what a lineup. He's also the villain in um, Spider-Man Homecoming. The Yes. Yep. With the wings. Um, oh, he's Chick Hicks in Cars. The green one, I think, is Chick. Okay. Who's the other person that you just said? Kiefer Sutherland. I mean, Kiefer. I mean the same person. No. Kiefer's Mirrors. Remember that movie? Dude, they look fucking so similar. <laughs> okay, nobody better at me right now because I Please honestly... at her. I can see the difference... But also, I can't. <laughs> if Kiefer Sutherland's head not, was just a little not less oval. all of oval, us look the same. Because they're white. It's because yeah, they're white. Not all of us white males look the same. And Wow. Um, I feel dumb. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> um, uh, Michael Keaton looks hot. <laughs> With his harmonica. Yeah. He just like looks really attuned to like his career. And then I said, wow. And Robert Baratheon on drums. No, he was the keyboard player. Oh. 
Oh no, honey. Oh what, no. What were you doing when I, you started this movie? I was harmonicized by the. I was, um. Feeling hypnoticized? Hypnot- yeah, hypnoticized by the harmonica. Yeah, did you he not hear the, the School of Rock joke I made when Murphy was taking a bath? Which part? I was totally referencing the songs and I was. and you just ignored it. What did you say? Um, I was like quoting some like beat from it and then I was like, and we came from Horace Green. I laughed. No. You don't fucking laugh at my jokes. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, well Robert Baratheon is there. That's all yes. that matters. It doesn't matter what instrument he plays, it just matters that he's there and he's the dad's best friend. And honestly, I haven't seen this movie in a long time. I low key thought that he would hook up with the mom. Like, not in, like, a bad negative way, but, but just, just like, like a... I'm sorry your husband died. Let me right, fill like that void. Right, like, she just seeks comfort in him because, like, they seek comfort from each other because, like, they um, lo- both lost somebody. You know? Yeah, he goes, let me... <gasps> He's a Capricorn! Let me fill your void. You know what I mean? Totally. Um... Okay, do you have anything to add before we move on? Um, no, not to that part. Did you only write two notes? Uh, no, it's just like, I didn't like bullet point it. Oh there's my like five, fucking God. There's like five points there. It's okay. I didn't write a lot because we've seen this movie. Yeah, but like a long time ago. Um, okay, so basically the movie kind of starts with that music part and then there's like a music guy there at the show and he's like yo we gotta sign these guys like so that comes in later but then the next scene is the kid coming out of school and it's like the last day before christmas break and literally so there's snow everywhere they're in like colorado and they he like walks over this hill and then there's just like a fucking free-for-all of all Mm -hmm. of these kids rage caging on each other having like this big snowball fight And what I really want to know is, is this really what snow days are like and snowball fights in places where it snows? No. I feel like, and honestly, I feel, so, okay, so not only do Christmas movies do this, but they, like, romanticize this whole idea of, like, a white Christmas. I've never had a white Christmas. I think we actually had one when we went to Reno with your parents. Yeah. But, like, literally, it makes Christmas like a disappointment from the moment you wake up even if you're in a place where you fucking know it's not gonna snow so here's the thing and I feel like it's like unethical to (laughs) put that much of an expectation on Christmas and having a perfect Christmas where it snows because it's literally only like the middle of the country the east coast and then like Antarctica Oh, in Canada. Oh, maybe England does it. I don't know. So, here's the thing. Comment if you live in a place where it snows on Christmas. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, here's the thing. Okay. Snow fucking sucks. It's great to visit. It's horrible to fucking live in. And the reason, like, those snow days like that don't fucking happen. Because the reason there's snow days is because people can't physically get anywhere. So all these kids aren't going to meet up because mom and dad can't fucking get out of the driveway to drive them together. I don't know what that has to do with anything. They just got out of school. Like, there's snow on the ground for them to fuck with. 
Yeah, you get out of school, you go the fuck home. Not if there's snow to play with, apparently. But there's always snow to play with. That'd be like... Yeah, but maybe this was like an early 2000s where like... Um, people I didn't fucking hate their lives yet? Yeah, where like people actually played outside? Nah. No? Um, so, I think my phone corrected it to Tori, but I think the kid's name's Rory? Mm. The punk kid? Oh, yeah. Just like such angst. Oh yeah, and he had like spiky blonde. 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, hair. but it wasn't just like spiky up, it was like literally like spiked like a porcupine. Yeah, in like several different places. So, okay. okay. They do this the whole movie. It's like every piece is just like so disgustingly that trope that they were going for. It's a Christmas movie. It's literally so like, an entire one trope. No, so like the, the family, okay. like the husband and wife, they make it so just like... Dis- and even like with the son, like so disgustingly obvious that they're such a great family. They're so in love. Yeah, the dad like that, comes like, at midnight and they build a snowman, even though it's like two a.m. And then it's just, like, oh, I'm such a funny dad, and I'm quirky and zany and cool guy. Like they just like play and ham that stuff up so fucking much. It's yeah. like it's jarring almost. Okay, well, you hate love, so... Yeah. <laughs> so, I also wrote down, now it's like getting to them like in the house and stuff, what does the wife do that they can afford a house on an unsigned musician's money? Because they Just make Just because he's unsigned doesn't mean that they they're always, not making money. Well, I know, but they talk about it like they need a big break. Even on the local radio stations talking about all these guys have been around forever and they need their big shot. Yeah. So they're clearly not making a lot of money. And then later in the story you find out she's just a bank teller. She's not like a consultant or you something. She's just like a don't bank. don't know. She's at the fucking thing when he that runs up. That doesn't mean anything. It means everything. It's a small town. Maybe they do multiple things within the bank. Maybe she's the bank manager. And somebody fucking called out. And so she has to, because she also said, hey, I gotta go. Like, my kid's calling. Sorry, I was just, sorry. Because um, then she also just left and didn't run it by anybody. So she must be in some kind of, in charge. Nope. It's a small town. They probably do more than one thing. I agree that they might do more than one thing. But I don't think she makes enough money. Even if she was the bank manager, for him to travel all over, do his music, probably make next to nothing, and them to have like this awesome house. Maybe they put it on a really good down payment. <laughs> but anyway. Or he probably had a job before he was like going around and doing music. So they probably he probably was all of a sudden like, hey, I got to do this. I got to fulfill my dream. Quit its job. I'm going to need you to be like way less positive about this whole thing. <sighs> I'm just saying. Jump on this negativity really train that I'm conducting right now. It's really not that hard to wrap your head around, honestly. Um, we're figuring it out somehow. Yeah, and we have an apartment. Yeah, sometimes apartments are more expensive than houses. And also, they live in Colorado. Colorado. In like the late 90s. Like, come on. It yeah. couldn't have been that expensive. Like a house is like $200. Like 14 cents a month. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
Yeah, so I kind of like picked apart this movie in basically a different way than you. <laughs> um, and how like it's the whole like movie is kind of like really unfairly. And I mean, again, this is like also because like we're parents now, but like it's very like unfairly like attacking the dad and like making him seem like a bad guy because like he comes home. He plays with his kid. He, like, he seems, he said, I said, but he still seems invested in his kid's life and their relationship. Like, he's asking him about hockey. He's asking him about school. Like, it's not like he comes home and it's just like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Like, what's your favorite toy? Like, Rugrats? And he's like, dude, I'm fucking 15. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like... But... Like, he's still there, like, a decent amount. But he comes home and is asking about Hawk, and he's like, Dad, they moved me to a different position two months ago, or whatever. Yeah, but the tour was going on for two months. Yeah. Like, he at least is semi-relatable, and, like, it has a semi-good idea of what's happening with his kid. To where I'm like, I feel like the the cards are being stacked, like, unfairly against him. Like, it's not like he's not, he's just not physically there, but he, like, like, he still knows what's happening. I think because they're trying to play on, like, the, you know, now years of resentment that have built up over the missed hockey games, missed whatever. Yeah. Like, I think that's what they're trying to push on is the fact that this isn't a new thing. That the yeah. dad might have missed a game or isn't up to date on his position in hockey. Like, this is a going on issue. And the son's finally getting old enough to where it's like, it's actually like getting really mad manifesting about it. like some yeah. harsher feelings. Okay. I mean, that's kind of fair. But I wrote, okay, so I said, are all musicians this flaky? Because he like makes a plan to like say hey i'm going to i'm going to be at your game and then they're like in a recording session for like the entire day and he misses the game that's kind of like what sets this whole trajectory off yeah is like he comes home and promises that he's going to go and then all of a sudden this like like record company calls him and says like you have to come like fucking today and like record something so we can hear it um and he doesn't make it and it's like okay i get that is like you can't be making promises yeah to the to your kid that you can't keep like that's say like the thing i have me. to do this to, for our family this is like a dream that I, like this is something that i need to do for myself um and like i'm gonna try my hardest to be there like i feel like as long as you're not setting the kid up for like unrealistic expectations and then just disappointing them like if you're just constantly communicating with them like that's like the missing factor because i said um he's chasing his dreams and can we stop faulting parents for trying to do both he um and then i said he shouldn't be making promises that he keep that lead to disappointment though so basically like it's unfair that like in these movies the parents are finally doing something for them or catching their big break and then the kids are disappointed and it's like Yo, like, they have their own life, too. Like, I get, like, you're a parent and you should do, like, you're basically living for your kid now, but your life doesn't stop because you become a parent. Yeah, I mean... Like, I hate that, like, 
that unrealistic expectation that that like Hollywood and movies are putting into our brains is like, oh, once I'm a parent, that's literally all I fucking am. Like, I can't have dreams. I can't do anything for me. I have to do everything for my kid. And if I ever choose me over my kid, I'm a fucking piece of shit. You know? I mean, the bottom line is he, having done this for what the movie years, makes it sound I like, guess. years, yeah. he should fucking know that if he's going to record, it could easily derail and they got to do more takes and it yeah. could go from being a two-hour thing to being a 12-hour thing. Yeah. So that's his fucking bad and he should fucking know. Yeah, because it's also like not having good boundaries. Like he, sh- he could have gotten there and say, hey, I only have five hours. Or step out and say, call mom. Yeah. And go, hey, my shit's running super over. You know, I promise I'm going to do something to patch it up with, you know. The kid. The kid. I can't remember his name. Me either. It doesn't matter. When I get home, can you at least tell him? So it's not like a surprise that I'm not there. For sure. Um, But yeah. Sorry. I just, it just really made me mad. I'm like, dude, like you as a parent should be able to like live your dreams like some people their dreams happen at 40 but because you're a kid you're not allowed to or like you have a kid you're not allowed to like go pursue it you know what i mean like yeah i don't like that like thing that they put on us but dad (laughs) did you just call me but dad that makes you but son (laughs) all right bye butt family (laughs) (laughs) best part of the movie it's super cute best line um so yeah so then basically to make it up to the kid the dad's like oh we're gonna go to the family cabin and get away and cabin cabin yeah you like that yeah um and like get away and undisturbed and family time and yada 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 and then all of a sudden they're like no we gotta go like we gotta they gotta get for us and we bad bad and then they're like driving to the gig and then all of a sudden like robert baratheon stops and is like (laughs) Dude, like, really, what do you want to do? Like, you don't want to go to this gig. Just go see your family. And then the band, like, stops, too, randomly on the side of the road. And they're like, yeah, we didn't want to go either. And I'm like, okay, but this is, like, everything that they've been working towards. And all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, no, we're totally cool with, like, blowing off, like, our one big shot. Yeah, because it's fucking Christmas. They're all like, thank fucking God. I kind, like, it's, like, I kind of get it because, like, introvert, like, I don't like going and doing anything with, like, high stakes pressure situation, but at the same time, it's also, like, yeah, but, like, you, this is everything you've been working towards. But, I mean, maybe, and this is me putting a lot of assumptions on, but maybe being the kind of music that they play, the kind of musicians that they are... It's just, not really about that. Well, and just being like, you know, if this label is going to force us to all leave our families and play this gig on Christmas or they don't even want to bother, then maybe that's not the kind of people we want to sign with anyway. Hmm. I like that idea. Oops, I just hella fucking spilled beer. It's fine. Hmm. It's only our new couch. <laughs> don't cry over spilled milk, but cry over spilled beer. For sure. Um, but I wrote, he's blowing off the gig for his family and the band is okay with it. Wow, such support. Which mainly is like, why did they okay going through with it in the first right, place? Right, it's like, like none of them wanted to do it. He was the only one who wanted to do it. And everyone yeah. else, when he's like, okay, hey, we're not doing it, it's like, thank fucking God. Because he's the singer, so he's like in charge of the band and they all just do what he says. I don't know. Um, I wrote... Is Kelly Preston the best mom in the world or what? <laughs> She's a great mom. 
She is the sweetest, cutest, littlest human mom. Like, in every single movie I watch where she's a mom, I'm like, wow. Like, first of all, she's definitely an Enneagram too. <laughs> Second of all. Third of all. <laughs> she just, like, gives such a warm understanding. It feels real. It feels so real. Like, like that's the mom I want to be. I want to be warm. I want to be inviting. I want to be understanding. But, like, when I'm fucking disappointed, you fucking know it, bro. <laughs> She's so precious. I love her. Um, then the snowman cries because the sun doesn't recognize him or something. So yeah. this, okay, so this is what Connor said in the in the playback that was a little bit off. The... The son is, like, being babysat by Robert Baratheon, and he falls asleep watching a movie, and then the son's like, I can't do this. Like, I gotta go, like, I gotta go build a snowman. You know, like, you riding bikes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Go stress, do something. Right, so it's hella late, and then, like, he builds a snowman, I think, kind of, like, in honor of his dad, and, like, he finds the old stuff that they used to, like, dress their snowmen in, and, like, honorarily does it um so he builds the snowman and then plays the magical harmonica that brings the snowman to life you missed that part but then the rest was right um i wrote and I'm, i'm just like so negative about like how this is like such a trope but like now they have this father son bonding moment that he couldn't bother to do when he's a human and blah 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 i thought the resist like, okay, I get that it would be extremely shocking to see a living, like... Snowman. But... He was less shocked that the snowman was talking and more shocked that it was his dad. Yeah, I think <laughs> they did the, like, resi- him resisting it was his dad and, like, totally not even recognizing it. Like, bruh. Yeah, it's the dad's voice. It's the dad's voice. He's already said a bunch of things that super line up, like... Yeah. And if I see a talking fucking snowman, I'm not just going to scream and run. What is it? What? What? No. But like, what is this sorcery? How does this fucking work? Yeah, I definitely probably like poke it with a stick. Yeah, you got to investigate a little. Kids are curious as fuck. How's this motherfucker just run? Yeah. Wrong. Incorrect. Definitely broke the fucking, what are you saying? Immersion broken. Yes, thank you. Um, also, I'm very confused. Is this snowman CGI or does, or is it a suit that they animate later? It looked CGI. Did it? I don't know. It's probably it both. It didn't look... I feel like it's a suit and then they like CGI animate the face? Maybe. I don't know. All things considered, a lot of the effects weren't that bad. Yeah, like I, I couldn't... It seemed... It wasn't enough to super break the immersion. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's, like, old CGI or whatever. But, yeah. like, it wasn't so jarring that I'm like, this is hella fake. Yeah, there was a couple bad points where it's, like, some bad animation. Or a lot of times it was, like, they're doing, like, snow flurry winds. Yeah. That was really bad, but... Or, like, the face was just kind of, like, too harsh or something. Like, yeah. the emotions were just a little too weird. Do you, like, did you literally have anything to talk about? Um, I didn't write anything else down. Wow. Uh, 
I'm so glad you're my co-host. So super random um, casting. Henry Rollins, for some fucking reason. Don't know why he's in this movie. And why is Henry Rollins in a movie where a few of the main characters are musicians, and yet this famous musician turned actor doesn't play a musician? I don't know. It's just, like, so weird and random. It just stuck out. Wow. Like, oh, what shit. band is he in or what did you say? Um, like who is he? He was in um Black Flag. Black Flag? Assassin's Creed? That doesn't sound right. Assassin's Creed? Assassins? But he was like one of the like real big founders of like hardcore punk in like the eighties. Wow. Yeah, Black Flag, I was right. Crazy. So, yeah. Um yeah. Super random movie role. Um, he just plays like a funny character the whole time. Um, but I do like how the little interaction that they have, mm-hmm. Snowman and Henry Rollins' character. Yeah. They reference that moment a bunch of times throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, like the he will not look at the snowman like the whole yeah. time because it freaks him like, out. In the background, they're playing it like on the news and it's on like in the radio station there's like an interview about it so i do like how they keep referencing that part yeah so that was funny um but i mean the rest of the most of the movie tour until the end is just very like duh those those tropes like yeah we're like you said the bonding and then like um, they have to go through some adversity because he gets hot trying to go make it up to his son and see his hockey game. And he okay, well, hold on. You're lot. like rounding off everything and I still have stuff to say. Okay. Um, the thing. Okay. So like kind of the reason why he comes back, what it seems is like when he went to go to the um, record company, he says, oh, like I'll come back in a second and a couple hours and I'll teach you the J shot before your game um and then obviously he doesn't do that and then the kids hella mad so basically when he's a snowman um he teaches him the j shot and all i could think about is how it sounds like a weird sex thing (laughs) and like why is it like oh because jack frost jack okay um and then yeah so then um He's going through the adversity of, like, he needs to go see his kid play. Um, They make, like, this whole big deal out of how, like, it's a really hot day and the snow's going to melt and yada yada. So he, like, braves this parking lot to, like, get into the ice rink. Mm -hmm. Um, So he has to... um, So, but here's, again, my thing with the whole fucking, like, give parents a fucking break. Um, he's got to make it to his kid's game and show he cares, even though when he died, he was on his way to be there for his family. Is this a redemption story? Because technically there's nothing to redeem if he was go he was on his way to make it right with his family. Yeah, we're just jaded because we're the adult parents. <laughs> I just like, it's not fair to like crucify him because he was going to go fix it. Like, he knew that he fucked up. It's not like he was totally oblivious. Like, okay, so The Family Man, which I fucking love that movie, is like this Nicolas Cage movie where he 
chooses his career over the girl and then he like makes this wish or something where he then sees like what his life would have been like if he had chosen the girl and like became a family man like that I understand is a redemption story because he didn't know that he had his head that far up his ass he didn't know what he was missing so he's redeeming himself becoming someone new someone better but this just doesn't feel like a redemption story like he knew that he fucked up he knew that he wasn't being there for his son so the key moment in that for me mm-hmm. was when he tells, like, they're packing up the car, he gets the call. He starts talking to his wife about it, and then he's like, no, nah, I can't, I can't. And his wife is like, no, let's talk about this. He, we'll, we'll come up with a schedule, which is how he does the, comes up with the plan. Yeah. So I agree with you that it's like, it's not fair because wife's, mom's totally on board. Right. Like, yeah, it's, it's not like it's he's doing be, it selfishly. Like, yeah, it's not like it's, you know, the best case that he has to go do something on Christmas. But but like, also the kids off for hella long. Like, mom's on board do... and then he's all. Right. Like, obviously, the kid's going to be upset, but yeah. adversity is good for you. <laughs> well, and like, did mom not do additional work to try and make him understand? Like. Well, and that's the thing is, like, the kid at the beginning does kind of seem to understand and know that, like, this is the dad's job. Yeah. And, like, in what world, and this might be controversial, is a parent going off to, like, boot camp in the army, like, a sacrifice for the family, but if you're a musician and it's an art, you're, like, a selfish prick. Yeah, no one likes the arts. It's fine. Like, that's my thing is it's like, oh, so he's a musician, even though he's really good at it and he's making things happen and he's making, he make money moves and he's doing big things, but because it's like, it's the arts, it's not considered like a good enough sacrifice for your family. You yeah. know, does that make sense? Yeah. And I, I know what you're trying to say and I do agree that like a lot of it I think is the prism on how like society sees the arts and stuff. Yeah. But on the other hand, like joining the military, at least as far as compensation goes. Yeah. At least they so are getting more paid. Concrete yeah. Than, uh, you know, I mean, you could get fucking blown up in 10 seconds. Yeah, but you'd be compensated for it. There's housing, medical. That's a good point. Death. Death benefits. Yeah. So, I mean, at least in that sense, I can see why it's viewed that way. But I do get what you're, what you're like, getting at. But it's, on... like, it's viewed as, like, altruism and not, like, selfish. But... Maybe they're literally just joining the military for that one reason is for everything is like literally paid for by the taxpayers. Or because they can't fucking do That's kind of else. fucking selfish. Like, like, we have to pay for your fucking four baby mamas and like your 17 kids because you literally can't hold a job anywhere else. Yeah, we know one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not because you want to serve your country. It's because you, this is literally like the only thing that you can do where you can have all these fucking kids. Yeah. And like some people, you know, might go in and be super fucked up and it helps straighten them out. And that's awesome. And, but 
Yeah. I just like other people do use it as a fallback and as as a crutch. Right. And I think that's like a whole like different. I don't know. This also like goes into like historically like you were joining the army to fight a war. Now we're joining like people are joining the army to do what? Like. And I don't care who comes at me because I feel very strongly about this. We do not need so much fucking money in the military because we're not at fucking war. How about we fucking deal with our own bullshit here before we go put our nose in everybody else's fucking business? I'm sorry. I said it. Said it. Yeah. I just like we don't need this many fucking troops to do to man a base that we're not at war. I'm sorry. Um, anyways, getting off of my pedestal, um, so at the very end, he, like, talks about this, like, magical harmonica, um, and then he says, like, I always wanted to leave my mark on the world, but at the end of the movie, he realizes that his kid is the mark on the world. Gross. Except for if you have a kid that does nothing, then the world doesn't know about you or your kid. Okay, but it's not, it's, it's... I know what it's trying to say, but I agree. It's gross. It's a stupid little overly positive thing that I hate. It's sweet, but also, like, this is something that Whitney Cummings talks about, like, about having kids. Like, oh, the world needs another one of me. (laughs) Like, it's kind of like a, like, it's selfish to have kids. Mm, I know how I want to describe Christmas movies. Okay, go for it. Toxic positivity. Ugh, yeah. Yep. I feel like some of the newer ones, like, okay, so I watched Holiday and I absolutely loved it because it's totally different. <laughs> um, But they, like, talk about, like, honest shit and, like, shit with relationships and, like, the fucking shitty, like... Um, expectations that were like set upon by families and stuff so it's like I feel like the newer ones are like way more self-aware but on the opposite side then you have like and I have never seen this movie but from the previews last Christmas it's like this bitch who I am assuming hates Christmas and then yada 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 falls in love and then ends up loving Christmas so like our generation is making these Christmas movies that are hyper aware but kind of swing way too fucking far to the like manic depressive side <laughs> like, yeah i just I, I don't know that's a very good point though because it is like oh cool we wrapped everything up in a in a tight little bow right in time for christmas eve i don't know and anyone listening knows me and knows that i have a very fucking hate Christmas. Have a very dark sense of humor. Have opinions about Christmas and I'm okay being dark and not positive. <laughs> but it's fine. So yeah, that's all I got. Um the ending of this movie. Yeah. Your mom just texted me and said, You have to watch Jangle Jangle on Netflix. This is a woman. Who just exudes. She fucking is Mrs. Claus. Oh, your dad would be such a good Santa Claus. I can't walk around. Well, I guess it's perfect. He would sit and people would just sit on his lap. Yeah. They can sit near his lap. Because it'd probably break his other hip. (laughs) It'll just fucking... 
<laughs> Turn it into dust. <laughs> is that what that sound is? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. The, like the snap. Yeah. People just disintegrate. Exactly. That's what his bones would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Aw, they would be so cute as a little Santa Claus couple. You should have seen Dad when he was at camp house and grew his beard all out. I wish I could. No one's ever showed me pictures, but I've seen your naked baby wiener 17,000 times. And how well did it prepare you for now? I worked at a daycare. I've seen wieners. tries every second of every day to be naked. Let him live his best life. Honestly, if we didn't live in an apartment and we had hardwood, I would let him be naked all the time. <laughs> if I wasn't so sure he was going to pee on the couch, yeah, it'd be fine. If I wasn't so lazy, like, trying to get fucking stains out of carpet and, like, the couch, I would 100% just let him be naked. Yeah, cool. Are you done? The yep. five fucking things you wrote down? Yep. I really fucking carried this one. <laughs> You over it. You don't even want to be here right now. <laughs> well, you had a lot of points you felt very strongly about, so you expound, expounded, expanded on them greatly. I did, and you were here. I was. Okay, so we're done? Yeah. Okay, great. Well, thanks for joining us on another episode of Are You For Real? Um, we'll probably, I don't know, get one more Christmas in? Yeah. You want to do one before Christmas Eve? Do one last sure. one? Sure. Okay. Um, yeah, so we'll try and do one more Christmas one. Oh, shit. That's like literally Thursday. Yeah. <gasps> okay, cool. Um, great. Uh, please go on our Instagram and vote on your Christmas movies that you want to win the all-time best fucking Christmas movie according to us. They'd be really handy dandy. I want a good sample size, you know, just to make sure that's the correct answer. Um, so, yeah, go to Instagram, vote, um, do all that shit, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.